What's going on, guys? Chris Schubert, Jamie Eisner here back on a Monday earlier talking about the Cavs. Now it's time to forget last night. It's time to look ahead. That's in the past. Time to look towards the future. And the future has two NBA games on the horizon here tonight. One game I cannot wait to talk about. And then the other, yeah, it's all right. It's going to be an interesting game. Uh, which one do you want to start with, Jamie? Let's start with Houston-Minnesota. That's not the game I'm really interested in talking about, but we'll start let's there let's anyway. chronological. Okay, order. that's the game that's first tonight. I thought the Utah game was first. No, Utah's going to close. Okay, Utah's closing the show because, of course, they're the manufacturing of the postseason. Yeah, the opening act. Yeah, exactly. Is the Rockets, Timberwolves. Uh, so the Rockets taking on the Timberwolves. What a lot of people thought was going to be a sweep. What a lot of people thought was going to be Houston dominating for three games. So far, has seen Game One Minnesota play really well and and then ultimately lose, kind of collapsing in the fourth quarter a little bit. Game Two, what we expected from the Houston Rockets, a bit of a blowout against the Timberwolves, and then whatever Game Three was, which was Minnesota getting everybody involved, getting scoring from everybody, Literally including Derrick Rose. Uh, and they won a game in this series and now have a chance at home to make this a 2-2 series with the number one team in the Western Conference. So, Chris, you know what, one thing I don't like? Oh, boy. It's narratives. Right? Not a narrative not guy. Narrative. And I'm not a narrative guy either. But you're going to do a narrative. But there's here. one narrative I subscribe to. Mm -hmm. The most difficult game for a favorite to win in a playoff series is game three. In any game that has a seven-game series with a 2-2 format is winning game three when you're up 2-0. Yes. It's one of the most incredible things, to, uh, one of the most incredibly difficult things to do. Let's look at the NBA postseason. Boston wasn't able to do it. Correct. They now are tied 2-2. Toronto wasn't able to do it. They are now tied 2-2. You know, I've heard things happen in threes, Jamie, and it looks like that we're going to get a third one here tonight because I agree with you that game three is the harder one to win for the favorite. But when you lose the way Houston did, yes. the sirens better be blaring. It's funny because we've spent all season talking about how wide open the NBA playoffs would be and how wide Which open is a surprise, there really yes. could be a handful of teams that were championship contenders. Yet we got to the postseason, we fell into the same trap that oh, there's no way these top seeds can't be can't lose. There's no way they can't. And all of a sudden we go, Minnesota. You could argue. I mean, it's a little tough, but you could argue they played. Better than Houston for two out of the three games. Yes, I even would, though they are down one, two in the series. I could, I can make that case. They at least played better than the Houston Rockets for three quarters in Game One, yeah. and then played immensely better than them in Game Three. So for seven of the twelve quarters so far, they've played better than the Houston Rockets. I think to your point, Jimmy. Let's look around the the, the playoff picture. Uh, Milwaukee giving Boston a run as a two seed. Yep. Washington giving Toronto a run as an eight seed. You have the Pacers giving Cavs the Cavs trouble. So this isn't hasn't been easy for everybody. The, uh, the only team it's really been easy for has been Golden State. They were up 3-0, and maybe the Pelicans who blew out the the Trailblazers. Yeah, yeah, but that's an upset in and of itself. Think yeah. about that for for a second and talk about how everyone thought Portland could be a sleeper this year, and uh, they uh, got swept out of the postseason. I look at this Minnesota team and. They played probably their best game of the postseason in Game 3. Really tough to replicate that against a team like the Houston Rockets. Although, if you're going to beat Houston, the way to do it is got to score a lot of points. Because yes. Mike D'Antoni, as we know, not a big defensive-minded coach. No, he hasn't played defense since the 90s. Tom Thibodeau's got a, a roster here that can score points. Andrew Wiggins, Carl Anthony Towns. I'm waiting for Carl Anthony Towns to have that yeah, we haven't monster had that game. Like, we're no. still waiting. He was and better. He's been getting better, but I mean, he probably could be worse than he was in game one. And maybe that's tonight. And, and maybe they, they rely on that tonight. I, I know Jeff Teague's been playing really well. Uh, you have complaints about his jersey number you know, that you have but illustrated the, my, in the my past. My issue is not the jersey number. It's the font of the number. Just it's a giant. Oh, it's not a zero. You're just against Jeff Teague. You, now, you will never unsee that now. You just when you look at Jeff Teague's jersey, you will notice that it's an O, not a zero. As somebody, I forget who you attributed this to. It looks like the PlayStation Circle button. Yes. 
It does. So, and I can never unsee so that. I've ruined the Jeff Teague experience for everybody. So now that that's out there, everybody enjoy that. Oh, who you got tonight? I've got Houston. I'm, yeah, not, got gonna, I'm not gonna fall. I'm not gonna fall in the trap. I like the way Minnesota played, but I just think overall Houston's a significantly better team, and I, I think they got that wake up call that they needed in Game Three. I think they come back and take Game Four. Yeah, I think it's close. I don't think Houston blows them out, but I think Houston just gets it gets enough scoring late from their two superstars to be able to win this game. All right, let's go to the other game. Yes, that's right. The main event. Yeah. Of the evening. Um, how many playoff games have the Utah Jazz played at home, Jamie? One. How many home playoff games have they worn the city jerseys? One. How many games at home have they worn the city jerseys with the court with the city design? One. How many games at home has the Utah Jazz won in the postseason? One. Undefeated, continue to wear those jerseys, continue to wear that court. You will never lose. You will be the NBA champion. You know it's simple. The math adds up. Chris, you know what we're going to say after the game? We're yes. Ask what happened with the Utah Jazz? What are they going to say? Yeah. I'm going to say they won. Yeah, because they are going to win. That team is so good. Donovan Mitchell, the Rookie of the Year, don't at me on Twitter, okay? Ricky Rubio, who's apparently become a playoff wizard, triple-double in Game 3. Rudy Gobert, a Defensive Player of the Year candidate every year. Yes. A guy that's just a big rim protector. Speaking of Rudy Gobert, cheap plug for Zach Harper's latest article up this morning on FRSHoops.com. The Jazz are actively saying, try us. Try Rudy Gobert inside. Try to go in on it. Why, why, why wouldn't you if you're the Jazz? He's, a, he's an elite rim protector. He's a good rebounder. And I would dare anybody on that Thunder team to try to go inside because that's playing to your strengths if you're Utah. They have guys like Ingles who can make buckets. This is just a roster that, look, after they lost Gordon Hayward, a lot of people questioned whether or not they were going to make the postseason. Kind of like Indiana in the in the Eastern Conference. And this team, I, a lot of it has to do with the fact that they have a, a I, I'm ready to say it, they have a superstar in Donovan Mitchell. They do. Because he's come into the postseason as a rookie and he's thrived and he's putting up numbers that are being compared to LeBron as a rookie in the postseason. So that tells you to the level Compared to, LeBron, compared to Michael Jordan, right? He's first playing two games, outscored by Jordan's first two games. He's, he's playing to that level, and he's been sensational. Uh, and I'm telling you, those jerseys are so good. He, he's not afraid of the moment. We no. know Oklahoma City has its flaws. It does. And, and yeah, they employ a ball hog in Russell Westbrook, and they employ a washed-up Carmelo Anthony. Who, by the way, Russell Westbrook's been okay. Yeah, he was fine. Not great. He just fine. Okay. This is the, the playoff. P has been better than okay, but. Well, Still, he, yeah, and, and Carmelo th- is Carmelo at this point. The, the 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 thing to me here is you have three players who play three different kind yes. of styles. And to be fair, Carmelo is a superstar in name only at this point. Right, and, and I think for Carmelo and for the, the Thunder, they know what he can be in the postseason. They have to go to that. They have to use him in the role that makes sense to him because he has shown here in the postseason, I know I called him washed up earlier, but he's shown he can still make buckets. He can drop 20. Yeah, he's fine. There's a role for him. People talk about him in the same breath as Westbrook and George. It's 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 not there. It's not there. Five years ago, sure. Now, no. Uh, Westbrook, after game three, uh, vowing that he's going to make sure that Ricky Rubio isn't as comfortable here uh, in game four. It's tough because Ricky Rubio looked pretty comfortable out there in game three. Ricky Rubio looked great. I mean, just, I, I think the scoring is the big thing because that's always been the knock on him. Uh-huh. Everyone knows he can pass. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, mean that, that was the big thing on him coming in is that he's a good passer. The scoring has been the difference, and that's been a huge benefit because now it's a case for Utah where they're looking around and they're like, okay, we don't have to rely on Donovan Mitchell scoring all of our points. We don't have to rely on Rudy Gobert scoring all of our points. We can mix and match and use all of the guys in our roster 
to make this work, and they did that in Game 3. And it was impressive because they were losing by 10 in that game. They were yes. playing great defensively, but they weren't knocking down shots, and then they went on a run, and in the second half it was over. And again, we have to think about what the Jazz, the run that they have been on since Gobert came back from the second injury. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that big run that pulled up from 10th from the West to the postseason. This is the one of the if not the hottest team in the NBA that's not named Philadelphia. There is a there's a stat out there, and I'm going to misquote it, but just go that's with a me. Great way to I know. Into it. a great, in January, the Suns and the Jazz had the same record. Yikes! Look at how the two seasons finished for those teams. Then what happened? One team has the number one odds to get the number one draft pick in the draft lottery. Yes. The other team is the five seed in the Western Conference. Leading 2-1 and has a very good chance to go 3-1 on the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight. And arguably are playing some of the best basketball in the Western Conference right now. Maybe besides the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. I, they're a scary team right now. I, I think that you're going to ask me my prediction in a second. Yes. I already made it. It's Utah. Okay, so, uh, so hold on. Let me do this. Uh, Jamie, your prediction for tonight's game. Utah. Yeah, I like Utah as well. I just think they better wear those jerseys. Yeah. If they don't wear those jerseys, yeah, the changes everything. You don't, you don't want to mess with the jerseys. No, no, no. You keep you wearing the jerseys. By the way, I may buy one of those jerseys. You, you probably go with A Donovan there. Mitchell city jersey? Kind of need that because that's on brand for me. Uh, I like the Jazz as well. I just think they're too much for the Thunder right now, and that's weird to say with the star power that the Thunder have and the quote-unquote lack of star power that the Jazz have, maybe outside of Donovan Mitchell. But team game, a system that works, they're playing well defensively, and they're getting they're getting performances from players that you don't expect, like Ricky Rubio, which has been important. So I like the Jazz tonight as well. Uh, do you think we go, because you and I have the same picks, do we go two for two or do we go over for two? We go two for two. Two for I'm two. Confident. You're confident? My last my last pick session, three for three. Oh, so you're hot so, hand. Yeah. I'm, so I'm glad I picked I'm the same as you. Five, okay, that's go. good. All right, that's good. All right, guys, everybody, enjoy the NBA action. Do we have a night crew coming in tonight? We do have a night so crew. So the night crew is going to come in. They're going to break all this down for you as it happens and give you some of the posts. how right we were. I don't. Who's the night crew? AK and Luke. They're absolutely not going to do that. Do you think anyone's going to give us credit for no. anything? Yeah. No. The night crew ain't giving us credit for anything. But enjoy the action, guys, and we'll be back to break it all down.